Hi, welcome to Injury Insight. I'm Brody, and uh, my guest today for the inaugural episode is Jay Ojik. He's going to be telling us a little bit about his uh, injury with uh, something he's sustained while working out. So, thanks for coming on, Jay, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing what your injury is. Thanks for having me on the first episode, man. I feel really special. And uh, yeah, so I'm uh, an artist and writer by trade. I didn't get any injury uh, writing. But uh, I did sustain an injury while lifting weights. So uh, we can talk about that and hopefully help some people avoid getting the same thing that I had. Yeah. Tell me your story about what happened and uh, your recovery process afterwards and how long that took. Okay, sure. So, like, I've had a few. Um, the obvious ones are, like, for the most part, concussions, which is there's really not much to say. It's like, don't fly. Right after you get one, don't sleep. Uh, pretty straightforward. Um, I got one on a movie set shooting like a no budget movie. Yeah. I took, uh, like I was supposed to go flying into a, a cement wall, mm-hmm. but it was February in the middle of the night. So everything was like the wall was frozen. I don't know if that matters. It's a cement <laughs> wall. Right. But yeah, I took it with my shoulder and I heard like what sounded like somebody stepping on a box of rice krispies is how I would describe it. Huh. And I ended up like with my arm in a sling for a while. I, I never got treatment. I'm one of those guys who's like. Unless I think I'm dying, I'm not going to the doctor, so I didn't get checked out. But the one I think um, we could probably discuss was I had a case of the scientific term is lateral epicondylitis, which most people would know as tennis elbow. So out of all the things I've had in my life, um, I never thought tennis elbow would be the one that sent me to physiotherapy. Wow. So did you get it by playing tennis? No, actually. (laughs) I I wish. uh, No, I was lifting weights. And... um, so this is like, I know we got a camera, but for people with audio only, I'll describe it. I was doing this exercise that I shouldn't have been doing, mm-hmm. which is like, uh, it's like revving a motorcycle, basically. It's a, a weight in your hand and then rolling your wrist up, upward, yeah. right? Palm down uh, for those muscles on top of the forearm. And I guess it's not a thing that I suppose just happens. It's a thing that developed over time as I did that. Mm-hmm. And it got to a point where I realized like, like there's a difference like when people get hurt you go, okay, are you hurt or are you injured, yeah. right? Um, and it took me, it didn't take too long before I figured out, like, you're not hurt, you're injured. Yeah. So, yeah. So, when did you decide to go to the hospital, though? So, here's the thing. Um, I, I know people think I'm a smart guy. I'm not as smart as people think I am. And I thought it was one of those things where, like, I'll just take a week off. And let it rest up, and then I'll be okay. And uh, I came to realize, like, it's not going to be okay. Like, you're going to have to get, there's something wrong with you. And I didn't know what it was, because, like, when you hear tennis elbow, you think elbow. I felt nothing there, but I felt it from the top of the forearm near the elbow, all the way into my two middle fingers. Okay. Uh, And it was so bad that, like, I couldn't open, like, a a jar of, like, orange juice or mayonnaise or something like Mm -hmm. that. Like, I couldn't do almost anything i couldn't even pick up a milk carton with that it was my left arm yeah i couldn't do anything with it at that point i was like okay maybe i better get (laughs) checked out and uh me being the meathead i am i didn't even go to the hospital i just looked up like a physiotherapist yeah and i was like okay i'll I'll go and see him and see what what he says you know so i probably should have saw a doctor but welcome to the Canadian healthcare system. So I couldn't actually get, you know, what are you going to do, sit in an emergency room for 14 hours 
before yeah. they misdiagnose you. So I was like, <laughs> screw it, right? So I went to uh, a physiotherapist. Mm-hmm. So <coughs> when you went there, did like did he know too that it was tennis elbow? Or Immediately. Okay. <laughs> he was like, what's wrong with it? I started describing. He said, you've got tennis elbow. And he said the most two common uh, type of ways people get it yep. is uh, swinging a briefcase or like nailing a, you know, using a hammer, mm-hmm. uh, because it's just, it's a repetitive motion that continually does damage to that muscle. So what tennis elbow really is, is like one of those kind of wiry little muscles in yeah. your forearm over time, it causes, uh, small tears okay. and the more they go, the bigger they get and the more tears you get mm-hmm. is my understanding. And he was like, if it, if it gets severe, you'll need surgery. Mm-hmm. So the physio I went to see, I was very lucky. I saw Danny Waddell Blay at Physio Udaway in Hull. And um, I know, like, he has personally treated a couple of NHL players from the Gatineau area. Yeah. So he treated uh, Daniel Briere and Jean-Gabriel Peugeot. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the hockey coach, uh, Alain Vigneault? Okay. Yeah. For some reason. I don't, I don't know why, like, a coach, you yeah. know, I guess, uh, I don't know, picking up donuts, wore him out. But he, <laughs> he treated Vigneault, too. So I don't know. Again, like, I just felt like, you're probably in pretty good hands if you're yeah. being treated by a guy who treats professional athletes. Mm-hmm. So I felt pretty good about it. And um, he told me it's, it'll probably take about two months for you to be able to really do anything with yeah. it, which I was super dejected to hear because I was rolling and I was lifting on a re- really regular, aggressive schedule. And he goes, but he said, if you keep going, you're going to need surgery and then you're going to be out for like, I think he told me at least half a year. Wow. And I was like, let's not do that. <laughs> and he said, but if I treat it really aggressively, mm-hmm. I think I can have you ready in three weeks. He said, but you're going to want to punch me in the face. And I said, I can pretty much guarantee no one's getting punched. Like, I, I like to think I have a pretty high pain threshold. Yeah. And I was like, do what you got to do, brother. Let's, let's get me back in the game. And, uh, yeah, in about three weeks I was, I was back at it. But, again, I think um, for some people, you know, that might not be feasible. Yeah. I've seen people, like, scream Mm-hmm. during like tattoos and like I'll fall asleep getting a yeah. tattoo. Yeah. So, you know, for me it was it was great. He was awesome and uh he got me ready again pretty quick. So, after you went to go and see him, was it like a a once or two weeks uh once or two per week or I believe it was two visits a week and like okay. exercises I had to do every day. Okay. So he'd give me like little things to do just like two kind of gently work those muscles so like uh placing a palm on the back of the hand palm facing down in it just put a little bit of pressure and don't let yourself rotate it mm-hmm. and just little things like that and in terms of the actual treatment itself like i can see how for some pe- people it would be too much because like it's not enough just to massage the area what he would do is like cover it with like <laughs> with lube so he'd like lube up yeah. my arm and take like a metal scraper okay. and go back and forth over mm-hmm. it which wasn't too bad uh, the most fun part of it was he'd bring in this electrical machine okay. and run an electric current through your arm. So you'd hook up these kind of like electrodes to your arm and then he'd leave. So he was like, you know, it goes from like a dial yeah. from zero to like a hundred. And he's like, let's see how high you can get it. And I was like, okay. And he left. And I, I immediately being a, a meathead again, tried jacking it up real high and I, you can't do that. So yeah. you have to kind of go up incrementally. Mm-hmm. And I think out of like 100, I got up to probably in the early 90s. Okay. And I went from like, let's say 88 to like 93. And at that point, 
my hand involuntarily like curled in like a chicken claw and I couldn't move it. And I actually put like a video up on Instagram going like, here's how my physio's going where I had this like, you know, mutant chicken claw arm. And uh, at a certain point, to be honest, it felt like my bone was going to break. Like I could feel pressure on my bone and like I turned it down again just to see like I'm one of those guys who like, let's see how bad it can get. So I never got it up to 100, but uh, yeah, within three weeks, I was I was back in action. I was able to start working out. So I, I was actually kind of smart about it. I started with light weights, not doing a lot of reps. and mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's it's one of those things where, like, you can tweak it and aggravate it again, so you always have to be careful after. Yeah. So in terms of, like, your everyday <coughs> living and you being an artist, did it affect you in some sort of way trying to draw? I was really lucky, and he told me it was the first time he'd treated anyone – um, who didn't have that on their like dominant arm. Okay. And I think this is going to get super corny. I think my right arm is like kind of indestructible. Cause like I don't draw with like smooth flowing lines. I like etch. Okay. Yeah. So that muscle is constantly working. So on this side, it's probably super built up on the other side. Yeah. It's never done anything. So that was actually my left side. So I was really lucky. I think if it had been on the other arm, there's no way I'd have been able to, to mm-hmm. work. So I was pretty lucky. Okay. So, is there any other, like, aspect that affected you because of that in your life? Yeah, like, like I mean, there's always the mental thing where yeah. you're like, I'm getting smaller, I'm losing yeah. my strength, and, you know, so my advice to people in that kind of situation, whatever it is, it's probably inevitable that you're going to get hurt. It, it, it's not necessarily inevitable that you're going to get injured, but you're going to get hurt, and when that happens, you have to just try to do things that don't involve the the injured body part. So for me, it was like, okay, I'll up the cardio. And I still felt like I was doing something. Yeah. But at first, it definitely was kind of discouraging because you're like, oh, this is such a setback. And if it had been like a thing where I needed surgery and was out for a year, yeah. that would have been huge, right? Mm-hmm. So you just kind of got to try to stay positive and think like, I'm not going to lose everything. Uh, stay the course and up other parts of working out that don't involve that injured body part is, yeah. is my advice. So you said the process was like around three weeks? For you three to or four, it? yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how long did it take you to feel comfortable like going back to where your old reps were and your weights? I The way I always tell everybody when you're just starting out, and I, I handled it like I was just beginning. Okay. So – at the time, let's say before I got hurt, I was doing, like, it's pretty extreme. My, my regimen is pretty extreme. So I would do, like, five sets of 15 to failure. Mm-hmm. So when I started again, I was doing, like, two sets of six, two sets yeah. of seven, and then you go to three, and then you raise the reps, right? So in terms of that, um, it didn't really take long for me to feel like, okay, I'm, I'm good to go again. I just didn't want to pull something or do anything like that. So I eased myself back into it. So probably about... Maybe two weeks was when I started feeling like, no, you're okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. And that's such a big thing too, where you're like, you're not, uh, you're not worried about it and you can just do it without feeling like I'm going to get hurt again. Cause I think that's another thing that it really can, can be hard for people is feeling like, okay, I'm, I can get hurt again. Yeah. And knowing that that's a possibility can really mess with your head. But I'm luckily for me, like I said, I'm not that bright. So I was able to get, <laughs> I was able to get back into it pretty quick. Okay. Well, is there any other type of injury that like you sustained on that arm afterwards or is it just, just that, just the tennis elbow. And when I, when I first heard it, I was like, you're kidding. Cause I had no idea it was 
as severe as it is. Like yeah. you hear it and you're like, it sounds lame. No offense to tennis players, but when you hear tennis <laughs> yeah. elbow, you're like, it sounds pretty lame. But like, I'm telling you, like I've done all kinds of things in life. Like I wrestled in high school. I was a sparring partner for a professional boxer. Um, I wouldn't have been able to do either of those things. Like I wouldn't have been able to throw a punch, forget yeah. about it. So like it could, it could really screw you up. And I see why, like to anybody who thinks they might have it, my advice would be go see a physiotherapist and somebody who is familiar with sports injuries primarily because they know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't want to show for my guy, but he's awesome. Like yeah. if you, if you have any problems, go see Danny at physio. Do I, um, so that was your tennis elbow injury. Is yep. there any other sort of injury you care to share about where it's like something that you didn't really expect? Well, I'll give you one. Like you were talking about as an artist. Yeah. So when I was a kid, I would draw like all night and stuff. Like I draw comic books. So I would work all night and you get accustomed to that being normal. And yeah. you'd like, I didn't grow up with a lot of money. So I'd be drawing hunched over a kitchen table. And then at a certain point, I did this thing for like, I don't know how to explain it, but during the pandemic, there was a lot of people in our community, like elders who couldn't go and get groceries and stuff. So I did a series of portraits that mm-hmm. I sold and all the money went to uh, an organization you might be familiar with, the radio station back home, CKWE. Yeah. And they organized a, a giveaway to buy, I forget how much it was, but a certain, like we'll say $200 worth of groceries for various elders in the community. And I, I was doing that in my spare time. So when I wasn't working, I'd be drawing those things and uh, wore out my neck pretty quick. Okay. And I, I just, it's one of those things where you're like, your body gets so used to doing certain things and you think you can just do them again. And yeah. your body will let you know that like, no, you're not that guy anymore. <laughs> you're not 25 anymore. Right. Yeah. So, so I wore out my neck doing that. I had the shoulder, like I said, um, ankle sprains playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Like I have one foot that's, still looks funky yeah like it, it it would get swollen and purple and i guess after you get it purple enough it kind of stays discolored <laughs> like so i've got that one wonky ankle i've got what i call my you know my my magic knee where sometimes it'll just like it, like i'll turn and it won't turn with me and it'll okay. buckle and yeah. and i've never had any of that looked at because i'm just like all right if i can walk it's fine right so like there's <laughs> There's always been a bunch of like little nagging things that I probably should have got checked out and didn't, mm-hmm. but that just underscores how uh, severe the tennis elbow actually was. That yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to see a sports, you know, specialist and get this thing worked on. I'm glad I did. So thank you for coming on, and uh, yeah. So I hope everything goes well. Hope that doesn't happen again. You're injured. Thank you. It's and- a lesson to people: stretch. I, I still don't do that enough, but stretch before you work out because you never know. And just if you feel anything while you're lifting weights or doing whatever, and it feels like, okay, this doesn't feel good, then you can just, you know, stop doing that and, and make your workout your own, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So best of luck with it. Hope you never experience tennis elbow because it, <laughs> it, it's kind of not fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome, man. Thanks.